This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon, and in the name of the moon, you are listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. This week, we've run down the latest games and news coming from Nintendo Direct. I give my thoughts on Dragon Ball Z Kakarot for the Nintendo Switch, and in our final stage, I review Lost Judgment for the PS5. All this and more as ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extra Select Start. Welcome to the show to give you all the news, views, and opinions in the world of gaming. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extras. So let's start with your host, Xavier Josiah. Power up and game on. to another game-filled episode of Select Start. I am your host, Xavier Josiah, tired, drained out, and slightly pissed. And, you know, basically, this has been a crazy week. I'm doing this a day late because there was so much stuff that was going on in my neck of the woods, in my office in particular. They're, you know, been talking about this for weeks. They've been doing work, you know, contractors have been doing work in this office and in my place. So I had to do drastic things to make this happen. I had to get, you know, uh, leave my area because so they can work on this place. It finally got worked on, not completely, but it still got worked on enough that I am able to do this show a day later. And I had to get the show in because I won't be doing too many shows after a couple weeks <laughs> this week, next week, and then I'm going to New York. But you know, I had to get this in because there was a huge Nintendo Direct to talk about this week, so we're going to talk about that. I definitely wanted to talk about Lost Judgment. Uh, in our final stage so we're going to talk about that and everything in between um really not that much news like everything's going to be covering the nintendo um direct of announcements and there were huge announcements as always um but i gotta say man before we even get started with that i gotta rant a little bit because there's some been some a a theme of events that has annoyed me and on social media and it's nothing new this is like stuff that it happens so often, but I am here to those who are listening, to our new listeners, to our continuing listeners, which I thank you all. When you're on social media, people, like, here's the thing. If you don't bring yourself, the real world version of yourself onto social media, you're wasting social media's time. And I say that to say that people pretentiously in consistently go on social media pretending to be something that they're not i try to be as transparent as possible on my accounts as 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 remotely possible you know i i am somebody who works in media i am somebody who works as a multimedia developer i put all that out 
whether people like it or not. This is my love. This is what I love doing. I try not to be something I'm not in terms of, you know, a profession that I'm not involved with. If I know something, I'm going to say something. If I have a merit of source information on it, I will speak about it. But we have people on social media who constantly do this, and it is so infuriating and tiresome. I just say, if you're not involved in said industry and said profession, don't speak on it. If you haven't even take, taken a course in, in, in college or whatever, like, like, don't try to tell somebody something that you don't really have any merit of knowledge and understanding of knowing or a real world experience for that matter. I literally had somebody try to tell me about what I should know about building brands and, 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 you know, creating, you know, uh, companies and brands and stuff like this is what I do for a living. I've been doing this for over, for roughly over 20 years and 10 years established in my own personal business. I had somebody literally try to school me despite the fact they have no real world experience or knowledge in what they were talking about. And then even furthermore, when I asked them, what do they do for a living? This person refused to even respond because he knew if he, if he remotely responded in the wrong way and not saying if anything else came out other than I am also a graphic designer, I am also a content creator, I am also a you know, a brand developer. His, 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 his words would lack merit. Like how, how dare you, <laughs> you know, I, I went to school for my profession. I learned my profession and did other things I had to learn deeply through real world experience on what I needed to do. Like I didn't earn any of what I gotten or what I've got here just based upon just being just for the sake of no i had to it was years of development to get to this point so i far be it for me to listen to somebody with a with a rather possibly questionable social media account tell me what i should know about a, about a profession i've been deeply involved in through years okay like I, I, that, that burns me. It's like, please people, I get it. People want to be known for something. People want to be, want to be aware. People want to be acknowledged and credited, but you have to earn that. Okay. So like, please, again, people don't go on social media, pretending to be something that you're not. And like, look, if you go on any of my, you go on my Facebook page, you go on my, um, my accounts and everything you see that i'm actually everything i say i actually do and then on top of that if i don't know or if it's just something that i feel I, you know my own opinion i'm gonna say that i'm not gonna make it as i'm not gonna create it as some type of a yellow form form of yellow journalism that will sensationalize something if i i like i give on my show, I give a lot of opinions of what I do. Everything is fan opinionated only. It doesn't mean that it's concrete. And I always try to stress that out as much as possible. It is fan opinion only. Unless I actually do have some source facts or some references that I could go to 
that's one thing but otherwise a lot of it is just basically like any reviews that i do i can i i base it on my experience with it it's not factual it is just based on my experience you could take it for what it is but at the end of the day you're gonna like what you like and i'm gonna like what i like and that's okay you know it's just crazy and and this goes for all those those uh those journalists out there in these articles because there was another situation where a friend of mine was mentioned in the article and it, it, it was an actor by the way and it was in in part of saying that their role as a particular character wasn't as good and i'm like and, and it would what it what it was said in that article and said article was most people don't like this character's voice because it like and i'm like wait what are you basing this on this is what you call yellow journalism people look it up look it up because that that term which is a very old term needs to be brought back up and people need to be more educated on that in order to understand what they're reading i mean yellow journalism is the old term which we now kind of call clickbait pretty much but it really actually defines the term more and basically the actions of what some of these journalists quote unquote journalists do out here you know especially in this day and age so yeah when it comes to you know going on social media please bring your bring your real self and if you want to be those people that you try to pretend to be then work your ass off to become those people and then you'll have a, a broader perspective and understanding and the things that you actually say when not understanding it and uh, not understanding it i should say you'll have a broader perspective of understanding what it is and you won't you will take it on a little bit different but to me it was just it's ridiculous all of it it is so ridiculous i digress let's talk video games people and we will start off with nintendo direct this Nintendo Direct was interesting because normally I get excited. I, I, I'm always uberly excited for Nintendo Direct because they always bring something major to the table. And this was no different. However, I was a bit underwhelmed with this one only because the first half of it, this was a 40 minute presentation that they provided and a showcase that they provided. The first half to me was kind of lukewarm and it didn't really get me hyped, but by the time they went to the second half, I was all for it. I was I was all for it, and then even on top of that, Miyamoto son even came on. I knew when he came on, it was like something huge, and it was a major announcement there. So we'll definitely be talking about that um, indefinite in a minute. But let's get down to the listing and rundown of games that I was interested in. It will run down quickly of everything from there. Um, but there's a lot to be excited about in this time. I mean, really, especially when uh, Miyamoto came on and uh, Miyamoto-san came on. And oh, that was a great announcement. So we'll talk about we'll definitely talk about that there. But let's start at the actually the actual uh, expansion, the actual uh, direct started with an announcement from Capcom. And I was wondering what this was. And everything looked very Monster Hunter-ish. And in fact, it was as another expansion for monster hunter rise coming soon and you know i you know i reviewed monster hunter um a while back monster hunter rise a while back i did like it it was one of one of the better monster hunter games but it still fell a little bit flat after a while playing it um i still i mean i i enjoyed it i actually like stories better than which is crazy because that's a turn-based game 
but this game was still great but they're getting a uh a, a, an expansion called sunbreak coming in summer 2022 so that's in the works right there that's a long way from now so it was interesting this, this, this is gonna be an ongoing game series no doubt uh that's gonna hopefully too i'm hoping not only do they have this expansion coming out but i they desperately need more um more you know creative sweet items especially hairstyles and all the stuff i i did not like the hairstyle selections because it didn't the only hairstyles they have for people of color or black people for that matter let me just say it, was core rolls and that's just such a cliche thing like all right they did have an afro and they did have like a buzz cut but no nah, dude we need a little bit more than that how is it that monster hunter stories have better hairstyles selections than monster hunter rise i, I i'm so confused with that and then everything else was like every every other hairstyle looked like it consisted of a perm or some product or whatever like that and like we don't roll like that we don't never like not not since the 80s do we roll like that not everybody it's always one person out of the bunch <laughs> but uh, they, they need more selections in that part um we got a lot of major news here kirby i'm actually excited about this kirby uh in a forgotten land um we get a 3d kirby game that kind of looks it looks like when, when i saw when they showed the footage in the uh in the trailer it looked like a er, like an early development of it i don't know to how much it is done but it looks awesome um like they're doing an odyssey approach for this a mario odyssey approach with kirby and i'm down with this i actually love the kirby um character and in, in the games i used to watch the uh anime and that the anime was funny um king ddd it was was like the, the it was one of my favorite characters on that show um but yeah this this 3d approach this is like a 3d platformer looks awesome so far and it's coming out spring 2022 so by the time that comes we're probably it's probably going to look way different than it did now but i'm excited about that i'm actually am excited about that the other thing i'm excited about nintendo switch online which is very interesting i'm not and particularly excited about what they're doing now in this stage but down the line i'm hoping nintendo switch online announced an expansion pack which will include the highly demanded nintendo 64 games which is now coming to the uh, platform as well and this was a big surprise nobody asked for this and nobody saw this coming but everybody's embracing this sega genesis games are coming to the nintendo uh to nintendo switch online that is huge that is that is insanely huge um they've already announced a few games coming out for the uh for the genesis including dolphin echo the dolphin castlevania bloodlines contra hard corpse dr wally's bean um mean bean machine golden axe uh gunstar heroes musha fantasy star uh was it um four Ristar, shining forces shinobi return of the uh, ninja master i used to play the hell out of the game never beat the game but i used to play the hell out of it and of course strider which i did actually finally beat <laughs> god that was hard um the service will also have nintendo 64 games including banjo kazooie pokemon snap the original uh, the Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask, Kirby 64, Mario 64 is going to be on there as well, Crystal Shards, Mario Golf, Paper Mario, and F-Zero X. Uh, these are just the starting lineup. I am hoping, I am really hoping that 
not only do we get more library more of a library there but darn it come on as much as i don't like wwe i do love wrestlemania 2000 in no mercy if they can somehow get those games in there i will be so on this or because i did see that there was an imported game in the in the lineup that they're going to show and they do put up imports every once in a while i would not mind somehow some way if they give us virtual all pro wrestling because my goodness i would go crazy for that okay virtual all pro wrestling 2 in particular i would i would i would i would put my i would i would invest in this heavily <laughs> that if they if we can manage to get our heads on that game i swear to goodness right now this expansion pack is going to uh, require an extra fee because of the upgrades um and expansions and you know honestly if they're going to go this route yeah I, I don't blame them for upping the price um they did explain that you will still be able to do the 1999 for the regular uh games but if you want to up it to play the sega genesis games and the um or the nintendo 64 games they will require an extra fee for that and i it's it's speculative um as to what the, that price is going to be at the moment so we'll see but nonetheless kudos to them they were able to up oh, and god what if we get gamecube games Whew. that'll be very interesting as well so they're expanding they're definitely expanding and that's awesome news right there um you know what else was actually awesome news too we finally finally got news on bayonetta 3 and i love the way that they teased the hell out of this trailer because all right the trailer started off where you saw platinum games on there and i'm like okay what is this this reeks i mean you saw the the monsters which the the, the monster design the designs and everything looks very uh similar to what you would see from bayonetta or whatever like that but also it looked like could be any other game as well the throw off the throw off was when they had the mascot from astral change in there and i was like oh wait is this a new astral chains game <laughs> and you know anybody who's played astral chains was which is another phenomenal platinum games uh title you that that mascot is on air it's like the the dog the uh the police dog so he's on air and it throws us off it throws us off a loop and then all of a sudden bayonetta is back in all her glory and they show a little bit of game footage and all the stuff in there so after nearly four years and this game was first announced when the nintendo switch first came out in 2017 okay and take note that i'm still playing the same nintendo switch that i got from back then and i think this game this system is playing hard kudos to the lifespan and durability of the nintendo switch hardware point that out Bayonetta has been we people have been waiting for this game for so so long and we finally get a look at the game it looks tremendous um it's scheduled to come out in 2022 we finally have a year date as to when this is coming out but they still haven't really gave a date whether it's going to be early or late or middle whatever now here's the biggest part and I'm not the only one who noticed this at the end there was this shadowy figure of a man who looked very similar to Virgil from Devil May Cry. Are we getting a crossover? And if so, 
this was worth the wait that absolutely looked like virgil and virgil has the power to cut through reality he, he has a, with his sword if you watch um what was it uh devil may cry five he has the power to cut through time and space it's an easy is an easy write in to get him to cut through another world or dimension and that was something also that if you guys remember when they did the castlevania uh anime series this was something that they were you know rumored it is still a rumor now um Audi said car believe it was the one who made that stupid thing that stupid rumor but they were saying like how devil may cry was going to cross over with castlevania and there was a way to do it and they never never did it to this day it's still never they never did it so it, it, it remains a heavy rumor but something's going on here i don't know who this person is but he looked amazingly like virgil from De who's dante's brother on devil may cry so i am eagerly excited for this i am so definitely excited for this uh splatoon fans got to get more information on splatoon 3 uh gameplay and the return of the mammalings um, i guess this was called um which is a single player campaign revealed actually that's actually pretty good because i i i've never been a splatoon's fan at all in this case i know that splatoon is a very popular game i just it's just something that i haven't been you know really down with to jump on but you know they're still looking out and they there's no update to uh the 2022 release in terms of date or whatever like that but they revealed that this, this single player campaign is going to be out so it looks like it's going to be a story element to it i don't know if the actual original games didn't have a story element to it but it looks like this one will hopefully it's a deep story campaign not like the mario uh sports games that comes out and it has, it's like they, it's just a throwaway story campaign or whatever or like just a glorified tutorial <laughs> walkthrough hopefully this one actually has some form of depth to the to the storytelling here so we will see um animal crossing it, uh will have its own direct in october like this is um this is going to be huge for fans uh, of this because for it to have its own direct means that they're going to provide a ton of new content for this game this this very beautifully therapeutic game for fans uh of this series so look out for that it's coming in october they didn't give a specific date i believe but it is coming out mario party superstars will see the return of woody woods uh in yoshi's tropical island and horror uh, land which are three game boards that was out in the i believe the original 64 game uh when it first arrived and that will launch on October 29th, 2021. So get ready for that. I am really almost ready to get Mario Party again. I I, I probably will get Mario Party Superstars. Um, I this is one of those game series that I tend to get every so often. I, I never get it day of. I always get it like later on. Um, when I just have a feeling I just want to play something different and fun. And I play this, I play these Mario Party games for a bit get into it have a little bit of fun with it and then fall off it and i always do this but they are fun to an extent um they're not maybe not as as single player fun as i would like them to be 
but they are they are pretty fun uh for that matter they do provide a little bit of fun but it's a lot this is one of those games that are just a lot better with you know um friends and family you know playing as well all right knights of the old republic is also coming out the original not the uh remastered that's been announced um during the state of play but or the or the playstation 5 showcase but the original is coming out to the switch and uh again this is a game that i actually i think i purchased this i forgot on what platform did i purchase this on and i was trying to figure out i was trying to figure out um which one it is because i bought it tried to play it didn't really get into it because of uh, because it was just i figured out i didn't like the 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 uh the gameplay as much um or the play schematics as much so i will see it depends on how much this it, this is going to turn out to be uh maybe i'll pick it up because i did like i mean knights of the old republic whether whatever i think of it knights of the old republic is a star wars knights of the old republic i should say is a game changer it was one of the first games to give you the option of you know playing through a story and narrative that will lead you into you know the jedi or the dark side and you would have a different outcome each time and this ignited a lot of other game companies and developers to create games that'll give you options on how your story will lead on your own which is brilliant it is absolutely brilliant it's something that um i wish we would have done a long time ago but knights of the old republic was one of the first to absolutely do this and for that it remains it will absolutely remain in you know in gaming history for that matter it, it gets the credit for you know being one of those games that allows you to go your own road to some extent you know you you have options of where your life is going to go are you going to stay you're going to stay honorable or you're going to stay you know be villainous you know so that will be out in november 11th 2021 so i'll see i'll see i i, I am very much interested in this remake this from the ground up remake that they're doing because i wonder if they're going to go the same route that square enix did with um final fantasy 7 remake and give you the option of making it more action based or give you the option to be traditional and do it that way um so i i'm looking forward to it. i hope i hope that is action based because i will be all up on it so castlevania advanced collection uh will have four classic games coming to the switch and it is available now so you'll have the option to play uh castlevania circle of the moon uh you have harmony of uh you have area of sorrow and dracula x which the cool part about uh, these games is that they have quick save and they have rewind mode meaning like if you mess up you can rewind back and you know do make up what you didn't do the first time around which is another cool feature that i love seeing games do now <laughs> um and i believe super giant gets credit for that because i believe one of their games i could be wrong no no i think i am wrong that is super giant does not get the credit for this i forgot what game that was that did this ages ago it was one of the first games to do a rewind feature like if you jump off i gotta find that game i, I really gotta find that game but um it was a it was a 2d side scrolling platform and i don't think super giant games ever done a super a uh, 2d side scrolling platform but it was a it was a 2d uh platform a side scrolling platform that if you messed up at any point 
you can rewind yourself right back and do it and again it's one of those game changing type of uh you know methods and features that has been done for a lot of things nintendo um switch online does that for almost every game now you know where you can rewind back and and re uh do what you didn't do the first time so okay i am extremely excited about this i was i think this was the first game that i saw in this direct that i immediately that immediately woke me up this was like the beginning of the second half of it for me and i immediately woke up because this is a game that i grew up loving and played during the days of the super nes or super famicom act riser or act razor as i should say um act razor is back and has been remastered act razor renaissance is out and it's out now i look let me tell you can i tell you that when they said it was out today i bought that game so quick <laughs> okay this game let me tell you this game back in uh when the super nes was out was one of the most awesome and innovative games ever made from a standpoint of you had this action side scrolling it just action uh side act uh side scrolling action game in a in a in a city building simulator or world bear a building simulator because part of you play god and then a part of the other part has you fighting in these side scrolling um you know missions and whatever and it was just very you've not you have not seen a game like that back then in a sense and it was released in the uh in 1990 in japan and it came out shortly after in america and i always went back and played a game because i love the idea that you had this world building sim and with a with a um with a with a, like a side scrolling action game it was awesome well not only did they bring this back but they remastered it it looks totally different has a new everything to it looks like it was built from the ground up and there's also new stages and boss battles also at a weight and new uh and rearranged uh soundtrack um and original scores in here the coolest part about it i brought it today and they also provided us with wallpapers and they the soundtrack we actually got back the background music that we could download into our you know uh computers or whatever so you know when i review this and i will review this i will be playing that music in the background <laughs> It is this was fantastic i hope this game is every bit as fun and good as the original i i really really do i probably won't be able to play this game i'll probably play it maybe during the time i'm in new york but here's the problem here's the big problem i might not play i might not review this game for a while unfortunately because while i'm in new york metroid dread comes out so chances are that game will be reviewed before act riser renaissance um actually no you want to know what i may be able to review this next week i think i got to open it for this next week so that's right i do i got one more show i will review this next week i'm saying it right now i will play this game starting next week and uh get a get a gist of what's going on here and see how much has changed i mean cosmetically graphically is definitely changed majorly but does it still have the same essence of the old game and that's where we're going to find out from there so i am I, this is one of those awesome awesome surprises that i love about nintendo direct i mean not only do we get this back but it we get the surprise of it coming out today like 
no, did not see this coming <laughs> at all. And I've and I've always wanted to, I wanted them to bring out Akraiser one, not two. I didn't like Akraiser two too much because they took away the 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 world building element from it. But I've always wanted them to bring that back for Nintendo Switch Online. And I guess this is the next best thing. And I, hopefully it is the next best thing uh, after I start playing it. But absolutely phenomenal. Project Triangle Strategy is now called Triangle Strategy. Interesting. Um, and it will be released on March 2022. I don't know why the name change came about, but uh, they did a lot of fine tuning, a lot of reworking due to fan, uh, you know, uh, fans you know spoke out on some things based on the the demo and beta that came out a while ago so they have improved on loading times they've improved on um some graphic uh features uh some on-screen visuals and such um camera controls have been changed they announced as well ui uh has been uh upgraded so a lot of changes coming before the game actually arrives so it's pretty cool we did get to see an extended trailer to metroid uh, metroid dread nothing really new that we need to know but um just it's coming very soon on october 8th and i cannot wait for that game i i cannot i won't be able to probably play it i'll play i'll probably play a little bit of it while i'm in uh new york but you know during off times or whatever like that but it uh i am so psyched about this i am very psyched about this game I, I just pray that they don't make it overly hard, you know, like make there, there, there are a generation of kids and gamers that have not really played this format of a Metroid game. I need them to, and if I know Nintendo, they probably will make it, they would adjust it to be challenging and engaging for people, for newcomers and, you know, hardcore gamers to play. I'm only hoping that they, they do the same here. Uh, we have a new card our RPG car battle game coming out that I wasn't really thrilled about here. Uh, uh, granted, the uh, character design and the design of the game looks beautiful and awesome. Just didn't look like something I personally would be into. But um, Yucca Toro's card uh, RPG battle uh, is coming out and it's called Voice of Cards, the Isles Dragon Roars. So this is coming out on October 28th and it's basically a tabletop game that includes uh, shops, characters, uh, towns and more. And it's kind of it's basically tarot cards or whatever like that. It's I don't know. I just it's something I wasn't personally uh, into. But I the only thing that I, I did appreciate is the character design of the uh, actual characters in the game. They look beautiful in there. Uh, Dying Light 2 Stay Human has been announced a cloud version. So we're getting another cloud version of a video game that's in that's intended to be out on, you know, more powerful consoles like the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X and S. This is worrying me because the, the, the first game announced with a cloud version was Guardians of the Galaxy, and this is the second one. The, the thing that's bothering me with this is that how much are they going to charge for these cloud versions and these versions that won't allow us to play while offline and we won't have the same you know like if we get a, if we have bad wi-fi we won't be able to play this game on the switch like it, it stuff like this bothers me i am i'm really disturbed by this 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 
strategy that they're doing. I don't like this. And if they charge, if they charge anywhere from like 20, just as much as they do the other, I, I, don't, I need this to be at least $20 less than you would charge the other people. Cause if you don't have the ability to play offline to me, it's not worth getting. It is not worth getting to me. Like if I could play the guardians of the galaxy game or dying light, uh, to stay human offline on an, on a PlayStation five or Xbox series XS, that's unfair for me to be spending all this money on, on these platforms. It's just, it just really is. I, I, I don't like this idea at all. Um, and again, this is another one. Of course, we don't, we don't get the, uh, we don't get a chance to actually, uh, know the prices of these things yet. They haven't been revealed yet, but a free demo is available. will be available on the same day of this as well. So at least you could check that out for there, but yeah, I'm not something about that. It's just, um, it's bothering me. Mario golf. Uh, Super Rush is getting new characters as well uh, for the and, and courses. So you will be able to play Koopa Troopa and Ninji, uh, which will be um, available later. To, uh, actually, is available now as we're reading this because I'm reporting this a day later here. So it's available now. Uh, Del, what is it? Deltaron Chapter Two is also available now. You can check that out. Uh, very interesting racing game. Chocobo GP is a Final Fantasy racing game coming to the Switch in 2022, and it'll involve 64 players, complete with ultimate victories, and uh, or complete for ultimate victories. As I'm reading this, and there will be a tournament system, and, and uh, that will allow 64 players as well. Oh, that's what I'm reading off wrong. <laughs> the it's, it doesn't have 64 players. It will allow up to 64 players in a tournament mode. Forgive me for that. But it consists of a whole bunch of Chocoboos and some other ca familiar characters in the Final Fantasy um, games. Uh, but you reckon you recognize a lot of these characters as well on here. And it's basically Mario Kart with Final Fantasy characters in it. So uh, Disco Elysium. The final cut will arrive on October 12th, and that just looks crazy as hell. <laughs> it looks like a thriller. New, uh, more news on Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity, the new expansion, uh, past content, uh, which we already knew about, is coming October 29th, 2021. I hope this time there's actually a story. It, I mean, the last one did have a story element, but it was just a way of unlocking a lot of new, really cool things in there, including um the, the bike which i finally got because i never got it on the expansion i never ended up getting it on the expansion for uh the original for the original breath of the wild i got it here so in zelda look zelda is like riding the hell out of that she is so ride or die on that uh, bike so you got that but we also get on this expansion we're getting two new characters uh puro and robbie who are like the scientists in the uh in the game will be playable characters in here. We also get two new stages as well uh, from the Coliseum and uh, Kakariko Village, which uh, and new story sequences as well. So, all right, it looks like we are getting some form of expansion from there, which is good. Disney Magic World 2 Enhanced Edition is coming to the Switch. This is a game that has been out on a 3DS before, and now it's coming here. And basically, this looks like, I believe this is basically Animal Crossing with Disney characters in it so that's coming out for there shadow run trilogy 
uh, is coming in 2022. Looks like a uh, RTS type of cyberpunk game. And they have Ruins 5 and um, is is going to be out in 2022. Ruins fact, Ruin Factory 5, I should say. And there as well. Arcade Archives, Pac-Man uh, is, com- is out already as well. So that is pretty much it. But the biggest news to me that was announced uh, was in fact the announcement of the Mario movie that is coming out this was huge this is really really huge um miyamoto shigeru miyamoto i should say uh has come on and he announced this movie and it's gonna have a huge cast and i mean huge the biggest announcement of this was the casting of chris pratt as mario Anya Taylor-Joy will play Peach. Charlie Day from Always Sunny in Philadelphia will play Luigi. I think that's a great, great casting there, a choice there. Jack Black will play Bowser. Keegan-Michael Key is playing Toad. Seth Rogen will play Donkey Kong for whatever reason Donkey Kong is there, and that's awesome. And of course, for those who were wondering like, okay, Chris Platt is, is, uh, Pratt is playing Mario. Why isn't Charles Mar- um, Martinet playing the voice of Mario? He will be in the movie. They have announced that he will be in the movie playing and doing making cameo appearances in the movie or playing various different roles in here. So I'm, I am very much excited about this. This is awesome. Um, we also uh, got assurance that uh, Fred Asham, uh, Armisen is going to be on here as well. Kevin Michael Richardson. You cannot go wrong with Kevin Michael Richardson in here. Um, Sebastian uh, Money Calco, uh, I believe, who's a voice actor as well and played in many different roles. This is going to be awesome. I, I am very, I am excited. Uh, Illumination is a part of this Nintendo and an association with Nintendo, and it's coming out holiday two. 2022 and in fact miyamoto son gave us an actual date of december 21st 2020 like damn you got it on direct date as to when this is coming out that's huge i cannot wait to see this trailer i think this is going to be absolutely awesome this cast is going to be sensational i had you know one of our um tasha one of our acmg facebook uh, members when she saw this the based on the casting she was like i you know am i gonna have be able to see if i have my kids see this movie because of who's in it and basically when you say that you talk about charlie day and seth rogan of all people but you know i mean she was joking she was jokingly about it but you know in a sense it's hilarious because yeah pretty much seth rogan and and charlie day are like of all the people But Charlie Day has played in um, Pacific Rim and some other cool stuff as well that didn't require him to go, you know, all sunny <laughs> in here. And um, Seth Rogen has done some really funny things as well. And he's been voices on a lot of things too. So it, just him as a, a, a Seth Rogen sounding Donkey Kong is going to be very interesting in here. And then even more, what is what is basically Donkey Kong doing in the universe of course and it, and it could be based around the idea because if you guys remember for those who've been following nintendo all your life mario wasn't always in in, in mushroom land in the mushroom kingdom mario started out facing donkey kong saving uh paulie 
saving Pauline, who's now the mayor of Kong. Uh, I forgot the name Kong City or whatever like that, as according to um, Mario Odyssey. So they may be covering the events leading up to Mario and Luigi going to the Mushroom Kingdom. So we may see Donkey Kong and Mario because Mario was the hero for here's the funny the history of mario was hilarious he started off from an arcade standpoint he started off as the hero in donkey kong and then he was kind of the villain in donkey kong jr and then somehow he ended up becoming the biggest hero the biggest hero and the mickey mouse of the industry from mario, uh, super mario brothers along with luigi but that was right after the fact that they did mario brothers so i wonder if they're going to cover all of that timeline in the movie leading up to them going to the mushroom kingdom that's going to be interesting and the fact that donkey kong is going to be in the game may tell us that they may do some things to you know give a hint to us fans who followed mario for generations for like decades now in generations you know it's going to be some fanfare going to be a lot of fanfare here but a, a cgi mario is something that i've wanted them to do forever because i grew up during a time before you millennials and gen z's out there i grew up with the unfortunate you know task and unenviable un, unenviable task i should say of watching the live action mario movie which was atrocious absolutely in fact you were so bad the Koopas, go back and watch it if you can find find the original Super Mario Brothers live action movie that came out like in an early like late early 90s or mid 90s or something like that. The Koopas on there looks just like Killer Croc on on Suicide Squad. No joke. Not joking at all. Go back and watch it. So a, a CGI 3D animated Mario is desperately needed and I know that's where they're going to shine at. But these voices are going to be tremendous. I cannot wait. I love it. Absolutely love it here. So that was Nintendo Direct. So it basically, I didn't give it to you in the order that they gave it. But look, trust me when I tell you, the Nintendo Direct got much better with these announcements afterwards. And before that, it was just lukewarm and just was going there. But they, they managed to pick themselves back up with some great news. So. Hopefully we'll get to see more Bayonetta 3 down the line. Hopefully we get to learn more about that movie. Um, I and, and I get to play Act Razor again. So I mean, like, hopefully that's a good. That's as good as the original. So I, you know, kudos to them. I would say this gets a B from me if I had to grade this presentation. It, it, and it was a solid B because it could have went B minus any at any part because of you know the news con the 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 good news outweighed the the underwhelming news in there so I, re I really enjoyed it all right so my last things the last thing i want to talk about before we actually go to our final stage and talk about lost judgment is my thoughts on dragon ball kakarot which just came out on the nintendo switch and i finally got a chance to get my i've been waiting to get my hands on this for quite some time and because when i played it on the playstation the playstation 4 um I had a hunch that this was going to be on nintendo switch and i knew it was bigger than normal but this this always happens this always happens and basically basically what happens here is that a lot of bandai namco games wind up going on a switch no matter how beautiful they look 
they always and how illustrious they look if you have if you know how you can always tell if a bandai namco game is going on a switch look at how big the memory space is if it's like at least less than 20 it's going on a switch and i looked at this and i'm like oh this is going on a switch this is going to be there's going to be a switch release version and in fact that's exactly what happened now i'm going to make another prediction i think we could get scarlet uh nexus on a switch i think absolutely we could get that on uh on a switch as well i don't think it's nearly as big i think they can make a version for that as well because they have it for the playstation 4 as well so i would i would not mind seeing scarlet nexus go on a switch i think that'll be awesome but that would be uh, that would be so dope <laughs> um so that's i i believe is going to be but i played it i played through through uh two of the chapters so far um and dude i actually i absolutely love this i the reason why i knew this was coming and i was hoping it was going to come and now that it is here because i think dragon ball kakarot is the perfect game to play on the nintendo switch this is going to be a game i'm going to enjoy playing on the road this is a perfect on the road game has a a lot of narrative in there it, it and for those who for those who keep saying that you know or just want to complain and being picky and all the stuff on social media all right yes we've seen this all the time with with drag with most dragon ball games I, I remember reading somebody saying like can we get a new story i'm like okay we had dragon ball fighter z we had xenoverse we had dragon ball uh, super dragon ball heroes all of them with different stories and and characters to go with that it's not like we didn't have it and then dragon ball super came out and we had new enemies there it's not like they didn't have it like before all of that yeah there was a problem because they kept making dragon ball games that were featuring the same arcs that we all love but at least to their credit with dragon ball kakar or dragon ball uh, z kakarot the difference with this and people seldomly forget this is that they're covering things that can't things that are canon it's answering questions to things that we've been asking about in fandom for quite some time and they go they don't just cover the actual arcs over again but they give us a little bit more in-depth detail in things that we didn't know or always wanted to know so things get answered and guess what they're canon to the actual series like they even question goku's um lack of fatherhood <laughs> here you know which is a ongoing joke that everybody talks about on social media it, 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 that when it comes to goku being a good father he even talks about that in the game they do cover things that you know rather we joke about talk about or didn't even know about in the game so i you know it's it's like going up behind the scenes like while this is going on while the actual events and things that we know that's going on here's some things that you didn't know about that was going on while those were going on so you get to see that plus the actual arcs situation and the and the animation of course is beautiful is made by the same people who brought you naruto ultimate ninja storm as well and it's just it's it's a really great game is it the best naruto i mean uh dragon ball game that i've ever played no i think dragon ball fighters is definitely one of the one of the most awesome series i think it's up there with xenoverse especially now <laughs> because of all the additions that they added to that game and i wasn't really a fan of but um no it's a great fun dragon ball game and if you're really a fan you'll enjoy everything dragon ball 
Z from the from the get. So, you know, I I've always been a Dragon Ball fan, and look, as long as they keep in make innovating ways to play this game, I'll probably be getting it. If it, if it makes sense, if it's fun to play, I'll probably most likely get it. Yeah, yes, I would love to also see a new story as well. But at the end of the day, I'm not mad at what they did with this, and. Like I said, this is going to be a great on the road game to play, and it does play well on the Nintendo Switch. Everything from the control scheme and everything. Um, I guess the only if I put a negative spin on this is because, of course, everything's if you plan it on a handheld mode and you're looking at the map, the little uh, GPS map that they have on there and your marker, it's hard to see that marker. And I wish that they would make it it looks like a complete port from the playstation 4 version and with that said when you're looking at when you're playing the PlayStation 4 you're looking at it from maybe a 20 inch to a 50 or 60 inch tv hd tv at that where you can see that marker it's kind of it's not as easy to see that marker on the on the map for you to know where you're navigating from but it's not a game uh you know a deal breaker as well um, all of the control schemes and everything are virtually the same. It's just as fluid of an experience as that. The animation is great. The voice acting is great as it was, it was before. So like if you liked the game on the Nintendo oh, on the uh, PlayStation and enjoyed it there and enjoyed all the cutscenes and everything that was going with it, you'll enjoy here. What I the, the other thing that I really, really like about playing this on the Switch now is because they've done everything that they could possibly do with this game in terms of uh expansion packs and upgrades and everything this game that i'm playing now on the switch was not the same game that i played on the playstation when it first came out because they added so much more to it uh there were some extra features that they added to the game now so what i'm playing is the definitive complete version of this game so even though i beat this game on the playstation already I get to play this all over again the way that it was meant to be played and be able to do things that I didn't do the first time around. And this time around, I'm going to level the hell up these characters before because part of the game, the key to the game is leveling up, which is kind of the theme of the actual series is always evolving. So the idea is just that like the more you level up, the easier the game will be. So if you if your level is up to 200, then the character, the boss battles and everything won't be as hard, but if you're below or just as, it will be a little bit more challenging. So they don't have a difficulty level here because you, uh, you gradually create your difficulty level depending on your leveling up or how you level up. So if the more you level up, and that means doing everything from the side missions to the main story modes to, you know, doing all types of different things to gain more uh you know uh process getting the community emblems and, and such like that and put them all together um upgrading your powers and everything and, and skills once you do all that you'll become a much better player and the game will be much more enjoyable to play and easier to play because you'll be at super saying uh god level at this point so if you're a fan of that game on on a playstation and you own a switch it is definitely just as fun playing it on air as well um if you never played dragon ball kakarot because you didn't own a playstation or xbox this is the time to get it absolutely get everything from the expansions and all the stuff and you get to relive some really beautiful moments of the game as well it's it's, it's incredible how much that they emulated the series 
the actual anime series onto the game damn near perfectly scene from scene in here it's just so beautifully done and a great tribute to one of the greatest animes of all time so folks that will do it for this portion of the show we're going to take a break come back and go to our final stage where i will review lost judgment for the playstation 5 let's find out what takayuki yagami is up to next we'll do that right after this ladies and gentlemen this is dax xavier josiah the host of acmg presents talk time live the podcast you want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime comics movies and games such as this is miley Flanagan, the voice of naruto this is stephanie shea the voice of sailor moon this is ruben langdon voice of ken masters and dante from devil may cry hey there this is kyle abear the voice of ryu from street fighter 5 this is chris battle character designer of teen titans go here's your chance to check out all of that and more on TalkTimeLive.com. TalkTimeLive.com provides all of our ACMG content with new and previous episodes, exclusive interviews, articles, and much more. Visit TalkTimeLive.com and let us help you learn to let go, live life, and love all things ACMG. Talk Time Live! to the final stage of this program where i am here to review lost judgment which is the sequel and follow-up to the last judgment game which is a part of the yakuza series and it's a basically a spin-off but i honestly me personally i think this is the best yakuza game of all of them um this game is awesome in so many ways ryuga gotoku studios gotoku studios i should say um has created a lot of great games and created like some great narrative and story based around their dragon engine which is the city the city of japan that you see in the games in all of the games like every game that they made from yakuza one to six and some of the spinoffs and everything were done under this dragon engine the dragon engine basically creates the it recreates the cities uh, some cities in japan and gives you a chance to live vicariously through these characters in there in such an awesome way creating these absolutely thrilling storylines and characters and everything here well lost judgment you know stars uh takayuki yagami who is one of my favorite like he's one of my top favorite characters of this generation right now the dude is awesome i've always loved him on the first one uh he's just so cool he reminds me of han from um fast and furious and he's just this laid-back cool dude he's a lawyer but he's also a detective and he's you know he has the ability to you know solve crimes better than other people but also and he's a highly skilled martial artist at, at that so he has all of the coolest elements about him Yak, uh, Takeyuki Yaga, Yagami is just flat out awesome um and I dare I say I like him better than Kiryu and I forgot the other character's name on um like a dragon but to me I I I clinged on to this because to me this is to me I love the Yakuza games especially six is one of my favorites because they have the New Japan Pro Wrestling um you know wrestlers in the game uh playing playing the role as um Yakuza bosses and whatever 
but this one cling to me because to me this is my definitive gameplay you got a guy who has way better martial arts abilities and fighting abilities than kiryu in the original series and then on top of that he's a lawyer and he's a detective so you got all these elements and then he has abilities that almost mimics that of a street fighter character or a or a king of fighter character at that so i love him i love him and i love all the characters that's in here as well kaito uh is also cool his his uh partner in crime pretty much uh former yakuza um member who was uh disbanded if you will and uh just so many cool things so now he the whole the whole aspect of this and then furthermore with this the actual the first one had a great great form of way of educating people about dementia and alzheimer's i thought it was tremendous and again as somebody who worked closely and exclusively like um for the alzheimer's association for over 10 years i learned a lot about alzheimer's and other forms of dementia uh, there so like to hear them really really focus on it and tell about a lot of really true facts about what's going on with alzheimer's and dementia i thought was awesome and for them to use that as a focal point for the story the crime story that they were doing i thought it was genius i thought it was absolute genius well they did this they did it again they did it again with this story which really this time around focuses on another real world issue and that's going on in, in, in our society and culture right now. And it's really telling that they focus, they they chose to focus on this particular issue. It's it's daunting to me that it's happening all over the world. It's not just the United States here. And that's bullying. <laughs> okay, cyberbullying or whatever type of form of bullying you call it. Bullying is bullying. And I was very surprised that they chose this to be the subject matter and the focal point of what's going on in this story and how it led to a vicious and horrendous murder of somebody and they also had an underlying message in here about people who bully and i thought it was awesome it was so awesome that i ended up you know sharing that in the acmg facebook group showing that one scene where the, these classroom full of kids were bullying this one girl and nobody was around to help her, which happens quite often, especially in this day and age. And they, how bullying, you know, can turn and become very suicidal or whatnot. I thought it was really well done. And it, the way that they handled it is really well done here. So the story here, basically, uh, December 2021, which hasn't even arrived yet. So this is interesting. Tokyo District Court, Akihito uh, Ohara stands accused of groping a woman on a cowardly train uh, on a crowded train the bystanders video footage of his attempt to flee the scene uh, in subsequent uh, apprehension is all over the news and public outcry demands a maximum sentence three days ago a dead body was found in an abandoned building in yokohama uh, have you identified it yet he proclaims as the confusion cuts through the courtroom and just from the beginning you kind of feel like this dude i think purposely went in to do what he did so he could do this and and create this drama this dramatic moment for him his defense lawyer sorry uh shiro uh saki 
who I'll talk about in a minute because one, she was one of my favorite characters of the original, uh, the first game. And there's been some significant changes within her, both in performance and voice here. Um, Sorry has no doubt that uh, the crucial details of the situation has been overlooked as O'Hara was not even tried in, in, uh, for the murder. He, uh, she uh, contacts Takeyuki uh, Yagami to investigate this further. How could O'Hara have committed two crimes at once? And that's where the situation has happened because lo and behold, we find out some things about that murder that is connected to O'Hara. Some really interesting things that is mind blowing because of the situations and it deep, it takes you deeper into the rabbit hole here. But in the midst of this, the reason being of his, of, of his claims and matter is because his son was, his son committed suicide at the hands of this person who was murdered in that situation, who he admitted to the murder. And this leads Yagami to go into this, uh, school in, um, in Yokohama to investigate the situation and discover that bullying happens a lot in this school. So he's hired to by the principal to find out who is bullying who and how these bullyings happen to prevent bullying and what's going on. And then upon doing this, he also gets, you know, wrapped right in and assimilates right into the other case, which kind of connects everything together here. So I I mean, this this story was amazing. I thought it was awesome. And I love what they did with this. I love the performances. This is, I got so many more pros about this game than I do cons. And the cons is very, very thin here. So the pros, let's talk about the many improvements of this game. I mean, like visually, because this is an official PlayStation 5 game. They do have it for the four. And one of the cool things that they do is like, you know, when you're ready to get the uh, PlayStation 5 version, you can transfer all that information from the PlayStation 4 on. So I like the fact that they did that in preparation for people who finally transitions from the PlayStation 4 to PlayStation 5. The clothing textures in this game is unbelievable. Like I've played other PlayStation 5 games like Ghost of Tsushima, which also has great, um, you know, clothing textures in there. But you could absolutely tell the clothes, the clo- you know, normally when you, we watch, when we look at um, games, you know, from the PlayStation 4 era, PlayStation 3 era to clothing usually feels glued on. It feels like it's, it's just stuck on like the entire, you know, skin of the character of the model is all together. We are at a point now where each item of clothing that the character wears is its own entity. So now when we look at the clothing textures of Yagami's leather jacket or pleather jacket or whatever he's wearing, you can see the texture of the, of the vinyl or, or um, faux leather that he's wearing. You like, I own a few myself. Like you can see the movement of the leather as is gradually, it, it naturally moves just like a real leather jacket. I instantly, drew on to that. I instantly, you know, gazed onto that thing. The movements of, I mean, everything, every, it's no wasted movement <laughs> in this game. Such attention to detail here. Um, now this time around too, was different from the last one is that he has bruised skin, something even the PlayStation 5 version of Judgment, you didn't even do. 
Um, so whenever he gets into a major fight or a big fight with multiple people, you can see, all, not just him, but every character that's involved in the fight, you see bruises, actual bruises in their face and everything now. So, and, I, and, and it stays there until he rests the next day where he heals up or whatever like that. He heals really fast, by the way. Um, but the the uh, the bruise face is an added thing that I didn't see before in the first one. And it all, it's awesome. It looks natural. It looks really like he's been, he's been in a, he looks like legit, like he's been in a fight. And I know I've seen, like I've played Spider-Man who that does the same thing at times too, but it really, it, it, it really doesn't really have a, a lot of emphasis on it like it did on this one so i thought that was an uh, interesting detail um rapid loading time i mean like and i say when i say rapid i mean virtually no loading time i mean i haven't seen loading this fast since spider-man uh ps4 uh 5 or miles morales it's that like once you go and take a taxi ride onto another part of the city or or another part uh, or another city you can't even say one before it actually just automatically comes back. It's so quickly. This is the power of the PS5 at its best. Um, like I said, powerful story that focuses on bullying here. Um, I want to also notice that, um, what is it? Uh, Fuyumi uh, Seguri. Oh, yes. That's the part I didn't mention about this. Um, Fuyumi uh, Segura uh, and Makoto Sukomu who were characters in the original um yakuza who teamed up with yagami um sukomu actually or makoto actually was his tech guy that he would you know that would look out for him in the first game every so often and you know help him search for people every so often and segura who was like a robin hood like character who would you know steal from the rich give to the poor yada yada but end up fighting with yagami you know by his side last time now they have their own detective agency called yokohama uh 99 inc which is awesome and not only that they're they're better equipped than uh yagami and kaito they're they have better you know resources they even have a better office than those two but they were asking they invited them to come along to help them out because they're up and coming and everything i thought that was a great form of character development here from these two i thought it was awesome i love those two characters but i love I, I, I'm really, I, I did not see Makoto, um, Makoto becoming a part of like, I, he was such an invert, uh, introvert in the first game. Like he never wanted to leave that booth that he was in. He always wanted to, well, he did wanted to, you know, be in a relationship with somebody. And I think who knows that might've helped in his decision to, and, and he, he admired, uh, Yagami and everything that he did. He was always wanting to help him and he still does. Um, but now he was so inspired by y Yagami that he wanted to also fight crime, but they also moved to, um, Yokohama cause they didn't want to, you know, invade the territory that, um, Yagami and Kaito was already taking on themselves. You know, they, they want to respect them in that way. So they went to, uh, Yoka, uh, Yokohama to work, um, their own territory and, and start um, working with there and, and gain their reputation from there. So I thought that was pretty cool. I want to also know, I mentioned, uh, sorry, uh, Shirosaki in here. Um, there's a new girl in town. <laughs> um, the, the roles have changed. Uh, Amy Castle was the original voice of sorry in the first game. And now 
taking her place is none other than Sailor Moon herself, Stephanie Shea, you know, friend of this show. And I had the pleasure of talking with her during, um, and, you know, doing a panel with her this year for uh, the Repop Metaverse, along with the other cast of Sailor Moon. She's taking the role of Sari now, and she does just as great as a job as Amy Castle in here. And I think I thought it was a perfect um, choice. I don't know why Amy Castle was recasted, but Stephanie Shea is absolutely a great, 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 absolutely great replacement for her. Uh, she does just as good of a job here. I thought, you know, she fit it very well into playing in this role. You wouldn't even know that that's Sailor Moon. <laughs> either you know by listening to her that's how awesome you know um inarticulate uh stephanie shea is she's just a very talented person a very busy busy person at, uh to boot um the let's talk about the fighting the combat system and fighting style feels even more fluid especially tiger style because tiger style in the original game in the first game it was cool but it felt clunky a little bit clunky in a bit and it didn't have the fluid motion i don't know if that was because it, that was intentional because now he you know in this in in lost judgment yagami feels a little bit more skilled a little bit like he's mastered a lot of the things that he's done before um they've also added some other elements to these fighting styles and his and his techniques and everything too now so it feels a lot better this time around uh, I like the fact that they improved on ways to earn more SP to upgrade your skills and movesets. So I like that idea. Yagami's office has more space for him to move around this time without bumping into furniture or anything. They took out the closet and I, that makes a lot of sense because the closet uh, that he had had the dead body of his old um, of his old partner, his old uh, his old working me in in the Ginda law office so it makes sense that they they did he moved that closet out of there because he didn't need it and two it just opens up more space for him to walk around and freely because in the first one you had to walk into that area and he had the pinball machine this was the ps4 version the ps4 version he had the pinball machine in there so you had to walk past that just to get to your desk he had the chairs and the, and the tables in there and it wasn't enough room it was hard to just weasel your way through it now he took away that for obvious probably reason that's probably a former story development by ria got uh gotoko uh ku it to in order to you know say like okay his friend died his, his his friend died in that thing he found his body in there why would he want to keep that so and based on the events of the first game and now you can just easily freely walk into there uh and th at that um invest oh speaking of the office before i even go there is no more pinball machine the pinball machine was on the playstation 4 one when the playstation 5 one came out there was other improvements to that including now giving him a arcade cab well the arcade cab is no longer there and in its place is a sega master system console complete with sega master system games and we'll talk about that briefly down uh we'll talk well not briefly but we'll get more into that uh later on but i thought that was just fantastic um investigation using the analog stick has been uh improved too um if you remember in the in the first uh judgment game it was kind of when you do investigations when you do folk when you start to focus it's it's very slow and it drags and it feels a little bit heavy now it, it the the focus 
in inve during investigations is a lot faster. I think sometimes a little bit too fast as you're trying to find the actual area. And we, you know, from the first game, when you find the area, there's the uh, rumble pack that, you know, that gives off the signal that you're, you're that you found something. Well, now you're going a little bit so fast that it doesn't, it, it, you, you have a hard time not, you know, finding that spot, but it's, I still rather have it this way than the other way, which was very slow at that point. So let's talk about the new features here. For instance, the new fighting style, you now have snake. The snake style is awesome. The snake style is a very welcome uh, fighting style for Yagami. Um, it's the art of redirecting an opponent's energy and momentum against them. Yagami had now also has the ability to use parkour, which is absolutely awesome. And I love that because that's, again, that's a part of the story development because uh, Shigera, uh, Sugira, I should say, does parkour as well and during uh the first game you know as he was trying to chase him down he was had a, he had a hard time chasing him down because the dude knew parkour well now yagami has now practiced and learned and added parkour to his elements so now it's uh, even more uh it's a better way for him to chase down people and and, and track them down and you know and nab them and everything it's just he's just got he just became even better than before improved stealth abilities that allows you to take out your enemies uh undetected you can now put them in sleeper holds and take them out that way you couldn't do that in the first game um you now have new cities and environments to explore this time you're going to yokohama and which is a whole new uh landscape but nothing un to unfamiliar because if you guys remember during the original yakuza games yokohama was one of the cities that you were able to enter in as well so um they just added that landscape on to this game as well but now it's on a ps5 now it looks much better it's a lot more you could do now in here it's, it just looks beautiful it's brighter uh the texture is delighting the ray tracing all that stuff is there it looks at, oh speaking of which talk about improvements going back to that a minute the skin texture of the characters it looks tremendous and seeing the light beaming off of their faces like this natural lighting just beaming off their their faces and the reflection of the skin it it looks awesome just so great like the dragon engine is just phenomenal uh you also going back to environments here so you have yokohama but you also have siryu high school that you can enter in as well and that high school alone is his own has his own um subculture and ideology that you have to you know go through an environment and both both of them you have to you know pretty much create a reputation around both of those environments as well new ex moves in this game makes yagami look awesome and more even more badass than before they even took away some ex moves that i wasn't a fan of and replaced them with other really cooler ex moves at that the ability to skate in um to, to skate in city now in yokohama mostly you can skate there but you can also skate in uh his in his normal hometown as well i i've learned to discover just you can't do it in 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 alleyways and there's a lot more alleyways and entryways and everything you can but yokohama has more uh traffic you know where you can you know cars will go by in streets and everything so you can now skate and everything and instead of you know catching a taxi you can now you know just skate 
over there without having to spend any money. Sometimes it is worth spending money and sometimes not, but you can now, I believe you'll be able to do more tricks this time around. I haven't upgraded to that point yet. And the DLC just now came out too. So you're able to actually do much as you go along, but as you progress, you'll be able to do more tricks. You'll grab, you'll try to uh, get these coins along the way that adds more points to your, uh, to your to your uh skating and as well and it's pretty much a great fun mini game in itself and just seeing yagami being uh skating through and everything is just there uh new ways to earn good reputations and that's what i mentioned about yokohama and siryu whereas you have to earn the respect of that city as well because you've never entered there before and people are gonna want to see if you're a good samaritan or not they're now a new mini game where you find new items that people dropped and may have lost and you you got to look out you got to look for that person who lost it and give it back to them you can keep it if you want to but are you um are you going to do the altruistic thing and just give it back to them <laughs> you know and, and the good samaritan thing give it back to them and if you do you will be recognized as a good you know citizen and a well-respected person because you're you know you're looking out for the uh, city itself um so you also have that in new uh, investigation features with, that includes new gadgets as, such as the buzz researcher, uh, noise amplifier that allows you to, uh, you know, zoom in on people's conversations from afar, signal detector, which allows you to, uh, you know, detect certain energies. And remember, if you guys played the original game, there was something that um, Makoto played into this when they were looking for the bomber around the city and he was able to do it from there so this kind of plays on that as well and now you have a new detective dog that will uh help you find certain smaller side missions and help you you know from that which is really cool and part of the new dlc pack that i'll be talking about in a minute um how you know there's more than one dog that you can retrieve in here that'll help you finds things new mini games include uh skateboarding and a new skate park that you'll be able to go into new and improved chase system uh with a stamina gauge now this time around and the ability to kick an object or projectile to the uh target uh slow slowing them down you got dance club you got robotics club you got boxing gym you got biker gang all these are new mini games that are now available as well um new games along the newest game that will be in uh club sega along with virtual fighter and uh fighting vipers now there's a fighting game theme this time around there's no more space harrier or any other of those games out there sonic the fighters is now in addition to this and i mentioned the sega master system uh games added so far you already you know, off the bat you get alex kid in the game but now um, the new DLC just released and along with that global defense alien syndrome and uh, fantasy zone 2 tears of Opa Opa is will be available for that as well pending that you brought the deluxe ultimate edition or whatever like that in there as well um, like I said the only cons that I have is the side cases and the side cases can be a bit confusing um, in a sense that you're using these new features like the uh what is it the buzz researcher the buzz researcher basically is a search engine that helps you find certain buzzwords that help you in your case and this is something that they did in the first game with uh makoto, um, makoto but now 
he's given Yagami the ability to use this app too, because it's, a, it's an up and coming app. And it requires you to be able to use the right search uh, word, the right buzzword to find the area that you want to find. And in doing so, you will also have um, be able to search the place. Now, the problem here is that when you search for one place, you could go to that destination and only to find out that they're not in that destination, they moved or whatever like that. So now you have to go find them all over again and try to find out the whereabouts of a certain case that you're looking for. So it's kind of annoying in that sense and it's a bit confusing. I still haven't gotten adjusted to it yet. Maybe it just requires a little bit of practice and a little bit of intuition, you know, after a while, but it was, it's not the like most welcoming feature within this part. But it's not bad and it, it maybe it's just it's going to require me to dive a little bit deeper into that as well so um as i mentioned dlc updates here so let's go with that real quick the dlc in here uh includes right now they just released the detective essentials pack which came out on the uh on friday uh yesterday the 24th um new extracts recipe and by the way i can't wait and i know this is coming if it hasn't already I haven't checked out that yet, but the extracts is still back and I'm hoping that they keep the extracts that allow you to do like stupid, crazy uh, Street Fighter moves in here because that was a lot of fun. So you got extract recipes in here. You got new skateboards and escape uh, parkas has been added. More detective dogs and sky uh, spider drones. I haven't even done the drone thing yet, um, but it's in here. Uh, additional girlfriends. So the girlfriend feature is returned again more Sega Master System games that I just mentioned and the ability to fight Shin Amon, which is guaranteed hard is all. So that is coming. Uh, that has already arrived. Early access is already here. School story expansion pack is coming October 29th. That includes the new motorcycle parts um, and race course. You also have new dance club outfits and special moves and new robots. You also will have new boxing sparring partners and boxing battle styles. And then in spring of 2022, I think this is absolutely awesome. Kaito is getting his own story mode, uh, uh, an expansion, a story expansion starring Kaito. You will be able to play Kaito for the very first time ever. So if any of those people who love the original Yakuza game, you're going to kind of get a Yakuza type of experience using Kaito because he is just as much as Kiryu where you're just like, bar knuckle fighting and street fighting at best so kaito is a hilarious character in this uh in his new version and he's he's always been a fun side side character there i don't want to call him side kick but he's a great you know partner in crime <laughs> or a partner to boot in here as well so overall this has stepped up in every single way it's not perfect but it, i definitely can say it is better than the first both in story and in you know story development and all and like I, without spoiling anything for you guys there is a lot of suspense and thrilling moments in this game that is just fantastic great new characters that is going to be added to this game too and i didn't mention those but they there will be some new additions to their team that is coming in and it's just the overall experience i love the first um judgment i love all of the yakuza games i've been playing yakuza games since the beginning and i've even played some of the imported games that has never even seen the light of day in the u.s um 
that was on the PlayStation Portable, the PSP and the PS Vita and, and such. This game, this game is to me is the best. The, the, the Judgment series is the best of them all. Uh, go out of your way, check this out. If you're a fan of the Yakuza series, you would not you would not go wrong. And not, not only that, the performances are all tremendous. Some of which are people that I've um, I've known and uh, has been on my show uh, in here as well. So I mean, how can you go wrong? <laughs> it's just just all out great and it's just it's just awesome go out of your way to check it out if i'm going to give this a grade this gets an absolute i would have given this a um an a plus but again the side missions to me are a little bit confusing hard to navigate through but nonetheless it doesn't take away from the main story and everything else that is i'd mentioned in here so i give it a solid a at best so go out of your way and check it out it's it's available now playstation 4 and playstation 5 folks that will do it. Oh, by the way, it's available for the Xbox X uh, Series X and S as well, and um, Xbox One. You won't go wrong. They they have outdone themselves this time. Um, that will do it for this edition of Select Start. Thank you guys so very much. Uh, again, one more week of this show before I go to New York Comic Con for the first time ever. And I am looking very much forward to this. I got my press badge uh, ready to go, and uh, I am, I'm I'm ready to cover this whole entire experience. And this is a very significant experience. My first time, and I kind of wish it wasn't my first time, but um, my first time is going to be during this pandemic. So it's going to be even more interesting to see this atmosphere under these situations and see how it's coming back. Now I have. I've been tra keeping track of a lot of events that Repop has been doing, like um, Supercon in Florida and everything. And it, it seems like everything was on up in terms of, you know, people remaining safe and, and, and um, you know, the vaccination and mandates or whatever that's going on with them and the safety precautions that will be happening there. So I've only seen really great things. I haven't heard anybody saying that they didn't have a great time or there was any debates or discussions or whatever like that. So it'll be interesting to see how this is in New York and coming up so i'm looking forward to it i'm looking forward to having a great time i haven't been in new york since january of 2020 when this whole entire thing started and unbeknownst to us we probably end up getting it and didn't know it but we're here we're vaccinated we're survived i'm ready to go i'm ready to have a great time um i missed out before due to the pandemic i'm not missing it now <laughs> okay so again thank you to the great people of repop for that and i'm looking forward to having a lot of fun here and who knows what else i may be doing <laughs> during this whole thing too so uh so yeah i'm gonna after next week that's it um, there will be no talk time live that entire week and then the following week we will go back i'll probably be um reviewing metroid dread and then on the next one i will it will be all about my experience at new york comic con that week so uh, stay tuned for that. But next week, I mentioned it on this show, Razor. I uh, I will be uh, reviewing that. Uh, and then I'll be heading off to New York. And then the sun this Sunday, Star Wars Visions. I will review that. Not only did, they, did it premiere, but it premiered with every episode available now. So I am going to have a lot of fun talking about that. I am going to be talking about also the insane episode of what if where thor was a an only child so we will have that to talk about as well and then next week for my final show before new york 
I'm going to review Carnage. There will uh, Venom. Will, there will be Carnage, the second sequel to Venom that is said to expand the universe, as the trailer put it. That's got to mean what we all think it means. That has to mean what it all think we what we all think it means. So, um, yeah, man, we're I, I'm actually interested in seeing that movie. I will actually go out to see that movie, and that'll be it. And then next week is just going to be it's just it's going to be crazy, man. So, thank you again, everybody. Um, if you want to hear this episode and all of our episodes, there are many ways you can do that. One of which is going to talktimelive.com. There you'll see a page dedicated to all of our favorite audio episodes you will see a page dedicated to our exclusive video interviews with some of your favorite people in the world of your favorite fandoms you can also go to our media page where you will see the repop metaverse panels that i hosted this year including with that of the cast of sailor moon starring stephanie shea who is playing sorry on lost judgment as well as many more johnny young bosch you know how long i've been waiting to interview that guy and i got to do it twice <laughs> thanks to repop thank you so um you know you got that you got the cast of uh that time i was re reincarnated as a slime which by the way i have some great news regarding that cast i'll be talking about on sunday's show so stay tuned for that uh my hero academia cast and of course and a cast of the original pokemon the og pokemon uh cast i got a chance to talk with as well so uh go out anyway check it out all of that content as well as some blog entries that I have is all on talktimelive.com. If you want to subscribe and download on your favorite podcast platforms, you could do so on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, TuneIn, Audible, Pocket Cast, Pandora, and of course, all of my people at the Tumblr community out there. So uh, thank you all for taking the time to listen and still downloading as we speak. I'm expecting great things this month thanks to all of you and all of your support and i really really genuinely thank you for your support and all you're, you're helping my life in so many ways uh with this so thank you so very much and that'll do it for me folks on behalf of myself this is dax xavier josiah saying learn to let go live life and love all things anime comics movies and games this is acmg presents talk time live i am out here take care and i will talk to you guys on sunday Music for this episode is provided by Game Chops. Check out these great chiptune tracks and more at music.gamechops.com.